choking over here now. RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. As soon as I start the show, I start choking. <laughs> I swear, I feel like I'm going to choke. So, I'm sorry. Look, I've, I have a big wrap on my arm. Everything sucks. Um, listen, hello, hello. This is Tara Devlin, unapologetic liberal talk. On the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. You guys will let me know if the audio is working. I hope so. I... All uh, right, very good. Thank you, Winston. And yeah, it's been a cu- it's been a shitty couple of days. I, I guess you know I've been debating whether I don't know whether to talk about what happened uh, to me yesterday. That's why I have this wrap on my arm. I guess I will. Uh, so you guys know I have a rescue cat in the in the bathroom. He's great. He was starving. Whatever. Somebody dumped him. Of course, people suck. We know that. He's in the bathroom. He's doing one. He's doing good. So that's that. And so Boudica went and got her. She she got fixed the other day. And yeah, when was this? Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday. And I brought her home. I shouldn't have. Brought, I mean, I wish I had left her at the hospital because she was in a lot of pain. And I was really upset. She was crying i guess she was confused she didn't know what was going on why she was in pain she was hissing and and crying out and it was horrible and she went to jump on the bed and then she fell backwards and fell and i went and went to pick her up and she screamed at the top of her lungs and At that moment, Francis jumped on my arm and attacked me. So this is what's been going on. Uh, He scratched me. He bit my arm. I was bleeding. It was really bad. So, of course, I was, I'm shocked. And something like this had, had never happened. If I showed you what he did, I mean, I have like bite marks all over my arm. I think, you know, he he thought I was hurting Boudica. Uh, but my, you know, Tara Jr. Jr. and Frant and uh, Ray were there too. They didn't attack me. It was it was scary. It was very scary. And um, so, you know, I was pissed yesterday. I thought, do I need to put him to sleep? Like, is this gonna be a thing with him? I can have a, a creature in my house that's going to attack me, but then, of course, he, you know, he acted normal again. So we'll take it a day at a time. And I, uh, you know, I didn't even speak to the vet. He he didn't call me back. So I want to because he's got uh, Francis is going on some heavy duty meds. If this is, I can't live like this. You know what I mean? I kind of am wary of him now. He really, he really hurt me he fucked me up bad like i'm very fortunate he didn't get my face but then i'm thinking okay he you know there's the smell of the cat in the i mean i'm making excuses but you know he's got that smell of the cat in the bathroom that's confusing him and then he thinks i'm hurting boudica but then you know 
the other two didn't attack me, of course, thankfully. I would have been murdered. But then I think, yes, he was protecting Boudicca, but then, you know, kind of upset me because there's no, you know, he should know me. He should be, he should have trust in me and have more respect for me, frankly, for instead of, I mean, he was trying to hurt me. You know, he would, he, it was bad. So there was blood everywhere. He got, he, he like got my vein on my arm and it was like, and I was like, great, I'm going to die. So this is, yeah, whatever. We'll take it a day at a time. He probably thought Boudicca was in trouble. Yes, of course. I mean, if it was, it, there's no doubt, like you said, Kathy, that I, I picked Booty up. I never heard her scream so loud. It was horrible. It was horrible. And I was pissed. You know, I was pissed at the vet, really. Why did you send me home with this poor creature? Because the thing is, she had a major operation. You know, she should be in the hospital. You know, she, they, she basically had a hysterectomy. And here she is. She's confused. She doesn't know why all of a sudden she's in this pain. She doesn't get it. She's... And I was trying to put her back. I wanted to pick her up and put her into the carrier and just whatever. But, you know, Francis tried to murder me. So <laughs> anyway, where is he? Now I'm like wary of him. He really. And then this morning I you know, cut his nails and everything. And he was he was fine. But I hadn't cut his nails, too. So that's the other thing. He really did some damage. Yeah, he should have. She should have stayed there. I don't. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. You know, I'm pissed at the vet, really, for not letting him not or or just you know, sending me home with her and some what, Ansor? Uh, is that what it's called? The painkiller. She should be on like some narcotics. She her whole stomach is cut open. So, then uh, I was like, I don't need this shit. You know what I mean? I don't need this shit. So, all right. I'm just sharing that. I was reluctant. I thought, should I share? Only because I got it. You know, there's something. If you pick up that there's something um, not quite a hundred percent with me, because I wasn't. I was like, should I do a show tonight? I don't even know. Whatever. So, yeah. Oh, really? So Kathy says, sadly, I had to put a cat down last year, dealt with her insanity for two of her five years. She wasn't right in the head, a former pharaoh. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is the thing. This is, I mean, Francis is eight. This has never happened before. I don't know if he's getting, like, dementia or something. If this becomes a thing, um, that's probably what's going to have to happen. I'm not going to live with a demon like that. So, yeah. I'll just give it a give it a day. I mean, well, t not give it a day. What was I gonna say? A day at a time. We'll see how it goes. I'm gonna talk to the vet. Put him on. I'm putting him on meds. He's going on like Prozac or something, and whatever that other anti-anxiety. Uh, well, the it's called gabapentin, which is a painkiller, but also they it kind of like chills them out. I gave him two gabapentins this morning and some Prozac that belongs to Junior. And I'm like kind of wary of him. So, yeah, he really fucked me up. And I was like, I don't need this shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he was, 
he definitely thought Boudicca was being murdered, I'm sure, because she screamed so, it was horrible. I was, you know, uh, having, uh, I was ho- felt horrible too. Then I get this, this, you know, he jumps on me from nowhere. It was like being attacked by a serial killer. And uh, he got me, you know, he like bit me on my arm. He had his hand, it was like, and he wasn't letting go. So, yeah, no, he was, he was not playing. He was trying to murder me. So, yeah, I mean, that's what got me. It's that he doesn't trust me. You know what I mean? And Ray and Tara Jr. were there, and they didn't, you know, they didn't attack me. So it made me think, yeah, like they trust me. I'm not murdering Boudicca. So, all right. We'll see what happens. There's a cream you can rub in their ear? What, like what? What is it? What kind of cream? He's, he's, something's wrong with him. Something's wrong with him. Yeah, the stress of another cat around, the scream, the confusion. Yeah, I'm sure it's all that. And then he he snapped. Under If it wasn't for those circumstances, he wouldn't have done what he did. So now I have Boudicca, and she's in the bedroom. She's not coming out until she's better, at least not in pain anymore. And except the bathroom is shut. <laughs> He's in the bathroom, the other one. So, yeah, I'm like, why am I living like this with these fucking cats that are going to kill me? And then I thought, this is what, this is like the perfect ending to my, to my life, right? So, of course I'll be murdered by a cat, right? Of course. Because if he, if he had got me, let's say, in the vein, he would have killed me. Like in my artery, that would have been the end. Thank God he didn't get in my face, that's all, because he was not kidding around. So... All right, and there you go, there you go, and so, all right, let's just, let's, let's talk about what we're here to talk about. We don't need to process, we, we'll, we'll continue to process this. I'll keep you posted. Hopefully, it's a one-off if he, if this becomes a regular thing. This never happened before with him, so I've seen him go nutty before, like when he goes to the vet, he needs to take two gabapentins, but... He's never directed any of this g- aggression at me. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out and letting me share. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk. And um, I just I want to say I just received a donation from Charlie from APS Radio News and I, I, got, I received a note saying that I wasn't mentioning his uh, news website, APS Radio News. And I, if that is the case, I didn't realize that. And I also want to say that I wasn't really sure what was happening with APS Radio News, too. So I'm hoping, well, maybe that's why, if I wasn't mentioning it enough. But APS Radio News is... is uh, hopping and popping so i yeah i apologize and i'm I'm like gee i fucked up again (laughs) i can't win in this world but hey what can you do i'm sorry and i you know all i can do is try so um yeah then i thought 
oh well, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't do a show anymore uh, at all. I'm just in a mood. So let's get let's focus on the uh, what we're here to talk about, which is and I probably I mean I'm in a mood. So maybe the show will suck. We'll see how long I can handle it tonight, uh, or maybe it'll be great. You, well, it's all more will be revealed. Um, uh, another thing that got on my nerves, well, I probably shouldn't have done this to myself today, was watching that oversight hearing all day. The Republicans uh, dragged Merrick Garland before the, the sham oversight committee, and it is uh, an example that we are living in two different realities and the Republicans, it's like insane. Um, everything, they're, they're so angry, you know? They're not sincere partners in this governing thing. They're attacking, you know, attacking Merrick Garland as if he's, like everybody's a big mastermind to them, right? They're all, everybody's a, See, according to right wingers, they're so angry, but they're they're so suspicious, and everyone is always picking on them and attacking them. Um, the most mild mannered of uh, meek people, like Merrick the mild, he's, according to the right wingers, he's uh, he's actually this nefarious, uh, Ill, you know, evil actor operating from the wings to what make hunter biden a successful artist I, I, it's fascinating they and they're they go on about hunter biden the, the thing that that really it's like hunter biden is not in the government you know what's your damage um this goes to show you it doesn't matter the clown show. Here, here's uh, Matt Getz talking about Hunter. Oh, this is a few of them going on about Hunter Biden. Hey, hold on. Of course, Ecam. Hello, hello. Doesn't it look weird that he's making? He's become this immediate success in the art world as his dad is president of the United States. What does it Isn't matter? that odd? I'm not going to comment about any specific. Not going to comment. Not going to investigate. I don't know when it happened. I don't know what happened because I'm not involved. But. It happened under the previous administration. That's so logically fallacious. I'm sorry, I'm not following. It's one thing to have a gun charge in Delaware. That doesn't involve the president of the United States. Oh but Burisma? God. Doesn't he have the most annoying voice? How does he maintain that level of, of shouting all the time? It, that is his, his standard volume. But it's um, it's a level to it's a, it's a couple of octaves higher, and it hits you right in your right in your stomach. It's like shut up, lower your voice, and that's what I was wishing when I was listening to this Jim Jordan clown. I I I, I wish that one of the the witnesses, well today it was just Merrick Garland, that he would just stop and say, "Will you stop yelling, please?" Can you just tone it down a little? Talk like a like like a human. You have a microphone in front of you. Use your inside voice for once. They're constantly yelling, and and it's a 
it's it is to cover up the fact that they suck you know it's like it's um you know it's like smoke and mirrors for their for the clown show if they yell it's it kind of just says to everybody well they must really be right they must know what they're doing they have this righteous indignation he's constantly speaking at volumes too high that uh yeah but that just shows you that he's he's uh he's passionate you know he's fighting for america but i really enjoyed how they pointed out and i love ted lou because every time he speaks ted lou makes a mention of the fact he begins his statements by calling jim jordan out saying jim jordan has ignored a subpoena and they have a clock, apparently. Where is this? Eric Swalwell. Oh, don't tell me. See, I, that's what, sometimes that happens with, with, um, with ScreenFlow. Oh, fuck. That sucks. It, you, you know, it doesn't record properly. Well, in any case, the, uh, let's see if it's in here. That is quite rich, because the guy who's leaving the hearing room right now, Mr. Jordan, is about 500 days into evading his subpoena. About See? 500 days. So if we're going to talk... They have the, the clock there. Jordan subpoena evasion. 496 days, 15 hours, 51 minutes, 49 seconds. And, you know, to have the right-wingers get all uh, in indignant about people... And what they're that they're not following the law, they're not honoring Congress in some way, shape, or form, or they're evading whatever the hell they think they're evading. When meanwhile, Jim Jordan just simply ignored a congressional subpoena, and he's now he's the chair of the the oversight committee, the judiciary committee, or the whatever that one's called. You know, the yeah, I think it's I can't say the word judiciary and he's he doesn't even have he he never passed the bar he's not a lawyer he went to law school he took some law classes but that's the republican way you don't have to know what the hell you're talking about you just have to be loud you have to be indignant you have to buy in to the bullshit you have to be willing to sell your soul, your mother's soul, your country's soul. You have to be willing to genuflect before a con man. You have to be willing to do whatever it takes to ensure that that con man, who is a tax cheat, a draft dodger, who received fewer votes, who is a disgrace, a dictator envying con man, you have to... Be, be willing to do whatever it takes to, to uh, suck up to that con man, to the, to the disgrace of the country. Republicans, I mean, it's a disgrace. They are a disgrace to this country. What, 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 do, what do you care? Doesn't it seem weird that Hunter Biden is suddenly selling art and they're saying, oh, he pays $15,000 for an apartment? Well, um, have you met Donald F. and Trump Jr.? How about, how about Jared Kushner and the $2 billion he got 
from from the Saudis when he's not he's not some kind of investment manager. He doesn't have any any uh, any um, experience in that. I thought that's what they they're they're crying about, you know. But it's okay if you're a Republican. Different rules, different rules for Republicans. About contempt of Congress. Let's get real. The chairman would abuse the power of this committee by trying to interfere in the prosecutions of Donald Trump, by trying to use the committee's power of subpoena to compel criminal discovery, in effect, making the committee a kind of criminal defense firm for the yeah, former president. It is just sad that this committee has also been transformed into a soapbox for political conspiracy theorists. Instead of focusing on the really important issues that the American people care about. Does the rhetoric regarding the Biden case have any any basis in reality? No, it does not. What we are doing here today is talking about reality. a lot of conspiracy theories. I implore the public to see through the sham. I have no doubt that you will hear a deluge of conspiracy theories and baseless accusations. They will quote freely from so-called whistleblowers who have been broadly discredited or contradicted. Exactly. All at the same time of a not, looming shutdown. The other thing is they're not whistleblowers. The 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 so-called whistleblowers. This is this is how Republicans. It's they they act like fascists throughout history. They work within the boundaries of the legitimate system. They um, they mimic the legitimate system while undermining it from within. For example, these stinking whistleblowers. They're not whistleblowers. They never received whistleblower status. They're just disgruntled traitors who were called out for being traitors, for not doing their job. One of the traitors refused to arrest another January 6th traitor, and he was disciplined for it. And then he was fired because he's not doing his job. I'm sorry, you're, you know, we're the good guys. We're the democracy uh, protectors here. And there's a coup going on, and you're ordered by a court, a jury, a, a grand jury subpoena uh, signed by a judge, and now you're, as an FBI agent, you're going out to arrest, to take the traitor into custody and you don't get to say no because that's not your job you are uh, you're you're tasked with your you know stay in your lane but that's one of the traitors that jim jordan calls a whistleblower that he decided that's not a whistleblower you know you that you say i'm not going to follow orders you you could be if uh, i don't know about in the in the fbi but uh, what ha I was going to say you could be shot for not follow following orders in the military if uh, there was a legitimate order that you refused you would be held to account for it but in the FBI he was kicked out of the FBI he was stripped of his security clearance he was stripped of his of uh, of his job and rightfully so you don't get to pick and choose the orders you follow when you're, you know, he's not the head of the FBI, but that's who they call. That's one of the people they call a whistleblower. He's not a whistleblower. He's a, he's a traitor. He's a whiner. He's a Trump and Z who drank the Kool-Aid and thinks that Donald Trump should be the president despite receiving fewer votes, despite losing the election, 
and he doesn't want to do his job arresting the traitors who stormed the Capitol and, and interrupted for the first time in American history the peaceful transfer of power. So now we can no longer say that, that we had this long storied history of the peaceful transfer of power. And, you know, when I was younger and I didn't understand how, uh, how unreal, how, uh, how amazing, how respect worthy that was. Uh, once again, you know, you would see the president take the oath of office and they, and, and for the, for the most part, I remember, um, different speakers would, would point to here we are again, you know, displaying, the American uh, exceptionalism through the peaceful transfer of power. And I, I just took it for granted. I didn't understand how, how uh, out of the ordinary that was. And, of course, Republicans ruined it because everything they touch, they destroy. And, I mean, I wish I was wrong there, but it's the truth. They hate democracy. They hate the peaceful transfer of power. And they're not done yet. They're not done. That's why they love, you know, the Second Amendment. They love to to misinterpret the Second Amendment as uh, the insurrection clause in the Constitution. When there is no insurrection clause in the Constitution. And um, <laughs> the reason I bring it up is well, besides everything else, is that somebody, this person that I know, posted, I'd know her peripherally, I can't say that word. Um, she's a right winger. She's gay. She's whatever, uh, you know, fucking stupid. And um, so, you know, what? it's like one, she moved to Texas. She's like an acquaintance I used to know. I used to, whatever, know her, not know her biblically but she, she was one of these people i would always you know get into it with about politics because how could you be a gay i mean she's just fucking stupid and wrong you know so um she posted some i just saw something on one of this i think it was on tiktok about some english person going on about how great the second amendment is and saying it was some dumb bitch in England. See, there were dumb bitches everywhere. We don't have the corner market on it, but they were saying that she, this person was saying, I wish we had a Second Amendment here in England because then so-and-so couldn't get away with what they were getting away with. And, uh, and it was clear with the, the way this person was talking that she thought that the Second Amendment was, was the insurrection clause, that you know, politicians wouldn't do something. They wouldn't go so far. They wouldn't try to do certain things like what? Uh, have universal health care, expand Medicaid to uh, living wages. You know, what? What? Child labor laws, eight-hour workdays. What? What? You know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't dare do these things because uh, they knew there was a Second Amendment and... So uh, some dumb asshole can come out and shoot them, I suppose. They would be afraid. That's what she, that's, that was the, you know, that's the uh, frame that this idiot thought. Um, and then people were commenting. Uh, so my friend, my whatever, former friend posted this. And 
people, I guess, who are also right wingers were like, yeah, right on. She's right. Genius. This great. She's so smart. Yeah. Wonderful. And I was like, you know, this person's an idiot. And uh, clearly, uh, you know, ignorance abounds or whatever in the in the fascist right, no matter what side of the pond. So somebody uh, responded to me, please explain what's ignorant, please, because I need to take time out of my limited lifespan again and explain to America's fascist albatross is around our national X that there is no insurrection clause in the constitution, right? Even though um, these blockheads, you can't graft a new idea on a closed mind. They only believe what they want to believe. It is a waste of time to, to try to have an, uh, have any kind of conversation with them. They don't, they're, they're not open to, to change. They don't want to change. I mean, really, these are people that are confused. Not only do they hate America, they're confused by America. So if, in case uh, there are any traitors watching, uh, so let me, let's, let me explain that. There is no insurrection clause in the Constitution, you know, as we know, a, as the Second Amendment says, a well-regulated militia is... Uh, you know, uh, I don't know what part of well-regulated they don't understand, but there is in the Constitution, it's not a uh, it's not a piece piecemeal document. Uh, in Article One, Section Eight of the Constitution, it specifically provides Congress the ability to organize, arm, and discipline the militia, uh, which um, you know you don't have to. I don't know, be uh, be real smart like me to um, get that. That means that the well-regulated militia, as mentioned in the Second Amendment, is, is none other than the National Guard under the regulation, creation, and authority of Congress. So where wh- wh- some idiot in, um, in their house who doesn't like that a congressperson or MP in this person's case is passing laws that I don't know expand health care for more than just uh, white people um, that that that's you know, that the the Second Amendment isn't so you can go out and shoot politicians whose policies you don't like because the, in, the if you really want to get uh, cute, you can say there is an insurrection clause in the Constitution. It's called an election. You know, you don't like the policies that your that your politicians, that your elected representatives are passing. Organize, organize, organize. Knock on doors. Build coalitions. Learn how to compromise. Share. You know. It's uh, that, and if you if you get enough people on board, then you can have your insurrection with the peaceful transfer of power. So, I'm sick of them ruining everything. But I don't know how I got on the uh, that. But uh, it's all related to the fact that 
Republicans live in an alternate reality. They, they live on Earth, too, where everyone's picking on them that the, they're not free because everyone is picking on them, you see? They're being targeted. The IRS is targeting them. People are trying to cancel them. You know, because why? Uh, and the fact is, no one's targeting them. Remember, I can't remember how uh, how much it was so tedious listening to these right wingers when they're saying they were. They, it never stops. You know, they're targeted by the IRS. They were not targeted by the IRS. That that was another thing that they made up. That in fact, in in reality, because you know, this it was all during the tea the tea bagger stage of uh, malignancy that we're currently watching, which has uh, has metastasized into trump anzeism where um, they they were they were saying that they were targeted by the IRS these these groups, these anti-government groups that hated America but wanted tax exempt status. they wanted all the benefits of America, so they applied for five or whatever it is 4013c i don't remember what it, what the damn code was but they they were applying for tax exempt status um so that but they then they said they were being picked on because the government regulator who was a conservative republican when it was all was said and done it was revealed that the person that was scrutinizing these applications wasn't you know there was there, there was no um nobody was picking on them they were he was doing his job he was asking these people you know you don't get to be a tax exempt organization simply by asking nicely you freaks you have to pass the process so are you are you worthy of a tax exempt status but you know they got they were being picked on you see but in reality the when all was said and done it was the liberal groups that were being denied more often than conservative groups right cuz that's the way the conservatives roll they whine and cry and that's uh, it, it makes people um just say fuck it like hands off i don't want to deal with this shit it's like sci- the scientology way you know that's how Scientology got tax ex- exempt status. They they engaged in a systemic um, uh, organized harassment of the IRS, including individual agents, suing individual agents, harassing them, harassing the IRS, having all their their people write letters and then lo- sicking lawyers on on not just the agency, but the individual agents until the agency was like, fuck this, I can't take this shit, and gave these this cult tax-exempt ex- status. And that's kind of like what the Republicans do. And, and they whine and they cry, and they're like, everybody's picking on us. So we're everybody's just like, leave, them, leave the babies alone. We don't want to deal with their shit. It, that's really it. Because people just want to get through the day. Nobody wants to deal with these whiny bitches all the time. You know? They just, just want to have a like nice goddamn Wednesday. Like You got to deal with Jim Jordan. 
screaming that he that he's being picked on by the whole world but everybody's picking on them you know we don't have anything else to do like uh you know try to uh yeah uh, make infrastructure week not a laugh line <sighs> right um anyway i'm just so sick of them i'm sick of it where am i hold on hold on yeah let me see here's another one I just couldn't believe what I was watching. Here's another scintillating exchange during the Republican clown show. There was a world naked bike ride in Madison, Wisconsin, just a couple months ago. And I sent you a letter two months ago asking if you had a problem with that um, because it exposed a 10-year-old girl. Oh, my God. By the race organizer, the bike organizers, to pedaling around Madison, Wisconsin naked. Do you want to bet? I'm sorry, I'll have to this get. This guy is got some something in his closet, some skeletons. Well, Republicans have flipped out. I, you know, am I for the naked bike ride? I don't give a shit. But no, it's it's not like I would do that. And according to the what happened, there was a a young girl and her parents joined the naked bike ride. Would I take my kid on a naked bike ride? No. But, uh, you know, it's just like goofy event. And I'm sure there are a lot of pervs there, of course, a lot of Republicans. But the it went to court. It was, it was um, referred to the Special Victims Unit in Madison, Wisconsin. And they concluded that it, was, it, it, it wasn't... Um, it didn't fall under the category of sexual abuse because the naked bike ride was not sexual. It was just stupid. And it wasn't, it wasn't a performance meant to titillate or whatever the, the language was. It was just a bunch of dumbasses riding around on a, on a bicycle naked and they all have, not on the same bicycle, but uh, they all obviously have issues. I don't think, whatever. I think it's not great taking a 10-year-old kid to that, only because I would think that there are a bunch of, you know, pedophiles that will enjoy that, take pictures of that, and they'll get off on it, you know? But that's... You know, out of our control, I suppose, after the fact. But it's one, it's one stupid issue. And he's just, he throws it out at Merrick Garland during the oversight committee. I, uh, have you heard of the naked bike ride? I mean, this poor guy, he's not my favorite person. I think he's, he's meek and mild and he sucks and he should, there should certainly be more traitors in jail and yeah nudity is legal in free countries like spain says a haiku on the chat but but that's the thing see republicans they want you to be ashamed you should be ashamed everything is everything is shame your body is shame your and if you're there's a stupid naked bike ride you know, somebody might get a, a, a tingly feeling in their in their peepee. So it, my head has to. It means it's dirty. You're dirty, and he's the one, though. You know, if anyone's peepee is getting tingly, it's him. 
You see what I mean? Because he is, you know, he's got issues. He's repressed. Why should it, why, why are you getting off on a bunch of dumbasses riding around naked on a bicycle? It's stupid. Yeah, really. Hold on. Let me show you. Because I looked it up. The naked bike ride. Because I was like, what is, what is he talking about? So here it is from the Wisconsin State Journal. Madison police. No law broken in girls' participation in world naked bike ride. Oh, wait a minute. Very stupid. Oh, God. The attorney on the other side. So you need an e- I don't want to hear your voice. His voice was as annoying as Jim Jordan almost. All right, here's some images of the naked bike ride. Wee! We're on a bike ride naked. Wee! Does that look sexual to you? Are you getting off, guys? You feeling this sexy? Feeling sexy? It's fucking stupid, really. See, and there's a guy like <laughs> with all these flags. He's got the gay flag, the NRA flag, the Blue Lives Matter flag, of course, the American flag. He's got a a flag of Turkey, some Christian flag. Oh, that's got to get them. Just a bunch of dumbasses on bicycles, naked. Oh, it's sexy, sexy. But you should be ashamed, you say. Dirty, dirty. Be ashamed of your body. Because if you're not ashamed and you're not repressed and you're well-adjusted, then you won't vote for these idiots. And that's something they can't... They don't, they don't want to chance it. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the things you're going to this oversight hit. You're going to, you're hearing about Hunter Biden's art career. Should he deserve being an artist? <laughs> should people buy his paintings? Why should he charge so much for his paintings? Like this is what they're asking. Would he be able to get that much money if his pres if his father wasn't the president? Isn't that, isn't that the American way? You dumbasses. Um, have you met Donald Trump Jr.? Have you met Ivanka Trump? Do you think she would have gotten all those patents from China? Fast-tracked? While she was officially working in the White House, by the way. But you think she would get all those patents if her daddy wasn't the effing Donald J. Trump? The con man? Who received fewer votes, you think? Right? So they care about Hunter Biden. A, pri- a private citizen who's selling art and somebody wants to buy it for however much. Who cares? Is that your business? Matt Getz, don't you have something better to do? No, they don't. They, because the, it makes a, a good podcast for them. That's all they are. They're just podcasters. They're just making clips for Breitbart. 
It's ridiculous. Yes, the GOP wants to ban fun, Jim says. But yeah, it's so stupid. The naked bike ride has been going on for 10 years. Who cares? It's the stupidest thing. It's not my thing. I wouldn't, you know, it's not like, oh, I got to go. If I saw that, I'd just laugh my ass off. I'd be like, this is this ridiculous. And then you move on. You go on your way. But these are the same people, you know. They're repressed. He's looking at the naked bike ride because he's he's getting off on it. He's looking at the 10-year-old girl going, yeah, yeah, taking pictures. and But he wants to be protected from himself. That's what it's about. All right. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. I forgot to thank you right out of the gate. I apologize. Thank you, Jim. Often, Jim is the lone super chat. But that's okay. I guess. I don't know. Everybody is mad at me for some reason or another. If you can become a patron, please do. I've been bleeding patrons like my arm was bleeding with Francis Jr. Jr.'s fangs sticking into them. I don't know why. Maybe. Oh, I, but if you're, I guess when you're, if you're a right winger, I'll probably hear why. <laughs> you know, I'll get another message how much I suck or I'm a C word or a dyke or, you know, all these things like that. Okay. Whatever that may, means to you. I don't care. I don't. See, when right wingers attempts to attack me i don't see that's it that's the thing that they do and i've told you before they have nothing they really have nothing to say except yell at you or yell uh call you names and all it does is solidify and prove me right you know they if you're attacking me as fdr said judge me by my enemies if you're not attacking me, it means I'm not doing it correctly. If Republicans, I should say. If they're not upset. Now, I hope they hang out and they act, you know, if they can act normal, Haiku will allow them to stay in the chat. He's very fair. And he does give people a chance. I noticed that. Not like me. I'm like, bye-bye. Thank you. And Jim, too. Jim is also a, a moderator at the barricades with Haiku. Keeping it civil in the in the chat room because we you know, we had um we had a right winger in there once and it, it caused a well, we've had many right wingers in there, but then we've we just said enough. When it's zero strikes, you're out policy in the chat room because we they have enough places to go and and take a dump on our chat room is for normal people to hang out and if you are a right winger you're allowed if you can behave yourself you know you can disagree that's not the problem let's have a conversation if that's the case Thank you, Terry, for your super chat and your very cute emoji with little hearts for eyes. Thank you. Thank you. 
And while I'm on the, the thank you train, I want to thank Charlie again. For, let me make up for perhaps not mentioning APS Radio News. I, th I wasn't sure what to do, frankly, because I didn't know. That's the thing. It's really true. I didn't know what was happening with APS Radio News. I wasn't hearing anything. I sent emails. I was like, what's up? I didn't hear anything back. I didn't know what was happening. And if I fell off the uh, the plugs, it wasn't intentional. But thank you. Thank you, Charlie, really. I've always thanked you for all your support. And uh, that's it. I hope I can be forgiven. Maybe one day. All right. What do you want? You know, I don't know. There's so many things to talk about. Do I, well, let me look at these clips. Well, here's Cory Bush summing it up. The whole Republican clown show today. Um, finally, I want to remind everyone yet again that this is what good faith oversight looks like, not the Republican playbook of running interference for a twice impeached, four times indicted white supremacist demagogue who would rather overthrow our democracy than admit he lost an election. Thank That's you, and it. I yield back. Yields back. That is it. See, she was asking Merrick Garland and during her time. She was asking him about the conditions in the prisons. Like she was asking him legitimate pr questions that you would ask the attorney general. You know, not not some dumbass shit about a naked bike ride. Did you get my letter about the naked bike ride? Yeah, like I got the letter about the uh, the the naked cockatoos flying overhead on uh, January 6th anniversary, and they were actual, they were uh, spying on us or something. I got those letters too. I wasn't sure which one was uh, kookier, so I didn't respond to either. You know? Did you get the letter about the naked bike ride? This is a congressperson, a grown-ass man. What, do you, what is the attorney general going to do about the fucking naked bike ride in Minnesota or Wisconsin, wherever the hell it was? He's got other things to do. That's why you have local police forces, local. You have the local attorney general. You have the, you know, the special victims unit in that area. They, they assessed it. There's nothing... There's nothing titillating about it. That was the the conclusion. It was. It's not an. It's not like a, a strip club. It's not like they they had uh, you know a bunch of pole dancers, and it was a stupid, silly, naked bike ride. And that's what it was concluded. It wasn't about uh, getting people's rocks off. It was about something dumb. So, if you got off on it, that's your damage. Keep it to yourself. Uh, go talk to your shrink about it. But according to the powers that be, but I guess that's the problem, you know. We need to have fascists. We need the morality police. You don't think that if these right-wingers really got their druthers and 
they be, they were able to inflict their their true manies on this country that there wouldn't be an American version of the morality police walking around whipping people for not dressing appropriately. Well, especially women. It would be whipping women for not dressing appropriately. That's how it all it all starts. It's all the 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 conservative uh you know baseline if you want to see where they're the the future the conservative future just watch the handmaid's tale they that's the kind of country they want they want women in their place they want men at the top they don't want you to go to college or school or any they don't want you to learn the beatings will continue until morale improves. When everyone gets in their place, their natural place, as God intended. Yeah. So Dane, let me just about the naked bike ride. Dane County supervisor is calling on law enforcement to investigate how a naked girl ended up participating in last week's World Naked Bike Ride in Madison, but the police said. They found no state law that would apply in the case. Dane County Supervisor Jeff Weigand Weigand of Marshall said he filed an online report about the incident with the Madison police after a county resident sent all county board members an email about the girl. Our law enforcement officers needed to investigate this matter and enforce our laws, Weigand said. First posted by conservative blogger Dave Blasker. If a child was allowed to participate in this naked bike ride, any and all adults who supported and condoned this need to be arrested immediately. See, because if you're naked, you must be, you, you shame, shame, shame. I'm not, hey, like I said, it's not something I would do. I wouldn't take a child to a naked bike ride only because I know that these uh, there are a lot of conservative freaks out there that want to jerk off to pictures of a of a girl on a naked on a bike, you know. But whatever. Uh, about 150 participated in the event in the event, and their route included State Street and two loops around the Capitol, also staged in other counties. I mean, cities across the country. The ride is aimed at encouraging body image positivity and reducing dependency on oil. Wine gland, both things that Republicans hate. Wine, Wygand sent a photo to a Mount Horeb resident, later sent him and appeared to show a new girl, a nude girl. Why can't I talk? who was less than 10 years old. The Wisconsin State Journal reporter who covered the event also saw the girl there, and a different photo of the girl appears on a Facebook page of the World Naked Bike Ride. Of Wait, a Facebook page of a, of a private citizen who was a participant in the, in the bike ride. Madison police said on Wednesday that they received a complaint about the image of the girl posted on social media. She said that the Department Special Victims Unit was assigned to the case and detectives looked at the state statutes on the possession of child porno- pornography and exposing a child to harmful material or narrations, but that 
based on the image observed and the city-sanctioned event status of the bike ride, it was determined that this this neither... At this time, neither statutes are applicable. She said that Friday, police received another report the day before the incident and that we are in the process of reaching out to let him know this was already investigated by SVU detectives. Why Gland rejected the notion that the state criminal law wouldn't apply, because I'm sure everybody's picking on him, pointing to the statute that, for example, bar the sexual exploitation of a child causing the child to view or listen to sexual activity or causing a child to expose genitals. However, those laws seek to protect minors from engaging in sexual conduct or causing sexual arousal something the organizers of the naked bike ride said the event is not intended to do. In a Friday email to the Mount Hora president, Madison World Naked Bike Ride organizer Peter Keating said the participation of children in the event is not an issue at all and that it has always been our position, position that minors are perfectly welcome to participate as long as they are accompanied by a parent or legal guardian. The man who posted the girl's photo on Facebook did not respond to messages. 35 of the counties, 35 supervised, thir- excuse me, 37 supervisors did not respond. Blah, blah, blah. Sad behavior, said Supervisor David Ripp referring to the decisions the adults made to allow the child to to participate, but doubtful if the majority of the county board would care. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it's just... There you go. Like, look at this. Let me show you this picture here. I mean, that's... That's titillating. That's some dude who's in his, I don't know, 80s, maybe. Whatever. Yeah, that's the way the Republicans are. Can't do anything stupid or silly. Because you got to be ashamed. Shame. 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 What's sexy about that? Anybody? Anybody? All right. Well, let's, since we're talking about, well, I'm going to talk about Lauren Ben from the Bowling Alley Bobert again because she, it never stops. She finally apologized after exhausting all of her other options, but she didn't really apologize, but I'll get to that in a minute. But I just wanted to play one last thing in regard to the, to the Oversight Clown Show. Here's 
MSNBC, and this is why it drives, you know, corporate media drives me up a wall. And I'll, let's play it, and then I'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Hold on. Where the hell is Ecamm? Where'd you go, Ecamm? That they can afford what the union is asking for, and I'm going to put up the numbers that were. Oh wait, wrong one. Wrong one. Here it is. Here's the here's the clip. Attorney General Merrick Garland appeared before the House Judiciary Committee for the first time since Donald Trump and Hunter Biden's separate indictments, and it went about how you would expect it to go. Republicans accused A.G. Garland of politicizing the Department of Justice to protect President Biden. Democrats accused Republicans of politicizing judicial oversight to benefit Donald Trump. And A.G. Garland, well, he just tried to defend himself. Well, and that's it, Attorney right? General Merrick Garland appeared with... That's... Both sides, both sides, once again. Both, it's just equally. They're equally bad, is the message. Both sides. One side was politicizing and saying that Merrick Garland was doing, picking on everybody. The other side said that the Republicans were, were picking on everything and uh, politicizing. So who can you trust? They're both the same. No, you know, they're both. They're both a, a clown show. What can you do? No, uh, one side is actually trying to govern, and the other side is making clips to share on social media. The other side is a, is a bunch of podcasters. The other side is a clown show, an actual clown show. That other Republicans, apparently, they, they, they know that they are a clown show. Where is that? There's, here's Mike Lawler. from. He's one of the Republicans that was elected in New York that allows this four-seat Republican majority in the House, and he's in a Biden district, and he knows his days are numbered. It's not uh, conservative republicanism. This is stupidity. Uh, the idea that we're going to shut the government down uh, when we don't control the Senate, we don't control the White House. These people can't define a win. They don't know how to take yes for an answer. It's a clown show. You keep running lunatics, you're going to be in this position. That's it. And that's a Republican there. See, they think that they're that shutting down the government is something now that we have to go through all the time, again and again and again. Because Republicans, these clowns, they hate government. They hate the government that the founders fought a revolution to to create and entrust to us all those who ever died for this country. They hate the government that they died for. You know, they hate the grand experiment in liberal democracy and the sacrifices that were made to create and entrust it to us. So let's shut it down, right? They don't care. They're not in it for altruism. Who's going to get hurt? Not them. They still get paid. They'll get on Breitbart. They'll get on all their, on OAN and Newsmax. No, it's all about feeding this, this fascist clown show. 
uh, it's content, content, content. You see, that's it. It's not governing. They don't want to govern. By the way, they want to rule. There is a difference. And when you shut down the government, you know, I'm just sick of them. Because everything is, it's like rinse, repeat. Here we go again. The debt ceiling and government shutdown. Are we going to fund the government? Are we gonna, And then the, the corporate media will go on that circle jerk ride with the both sides, both sides. And it's uh, government start, shutdown. I mean, everyone knows it's. That it's the right wingers there that but who 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 votes for these people? You know, people get hurt when you shut down the government, but they think because they've been hearing and they've been fed the nonstop of uh, how uh, I'm from you know the nine most terrifying words are on from the government, and I'm here to help and and how horrible the government and the government is weaponized against you and it's out to get you and IRS and FBI and everybody's out to get you and they're gonna gonna abolish all of these agencies and uh, like Vivek Ramaswamy said and the, and the Republicans agree gonna fire all of the the bureaucracy and like. DeSantis said he's gonna. What did he say? He's gonna uh, decapitate or what? Did he, how did he put it? I don't remember. He's going to. Um, somebody on the chat remind me. Let me see. DeSantis. DeSantis. Oh, he's another one. I can't. See. I'm so glad. Did didn't I pick? Didn't I uh, predict it with DeSantis? How all of a sudden they were. Um, back a few months ago, it was like, oh, it's DeSantis's to lose, right? And I said, he's just the latest. He's not the first. He's not the last. He's just the next Republican savior. We've been through this so many times before. And it's uh, it's just a flash in the pan. He's, you know, he sucks like the rest of them, like Bobby Jindal, like Marco Rubio. Like, I mean, which, who else? Uh, Nikki Haley, she was another one. They were going to say, everybody's going to save the Republican Party. DeSantis, uh, let me see. Government workers. Well, how do you say it? Who's going to, like, decapitate them or... Oh, slitting throats, slitting throats. Because he's a tough guy. Right? DeSantis is so tough. Slitting throats of the American people. Because that's the way you, we're supposed to be you know, with this E pluribus unum, United States. We want to slit each other's throats, Right? That's the way it is. When you're a patriot, you want to slit the throats of your fellow Americans, right? I mean, these people are sick. Where is it? What the hell? 
So what happens when you shut down the government? Republicans, you know, they don't give a shit. But uh, people get hurt. So a government shutdown occurs. And for those who don't know, this is my book report. When Congress does not approve a federal budget for the upcoming fiscal year and non-essential functions of the government close until lawmakers can agree on a budget. During a shutdown, federal agencies must discontinue all non-essential discretionary functions until new funding legislation is passed and signed into law. The impacts of a government shutdown can be significant and far-reaching. Here are some of the consequences. For example, federal workers. More than 2 million federal workers may see their paychecks delayed and 800,000 of them might never get repaid. Non-essential federal workers are furloughed, which means that they are sent home and docked pay. They can later be paid retroactively or not. Businesses won't be able to access E-Verify to check the immigration status of potential hires because, you know, open borders and shit, right? The Bureau of Land Management will stop issuing permits for oil and gas on public land. Well, that's not bad, but oh well. National parks and monuments will close and uh, services like trash collection and restroom maintenance are suspended. Clinical trials. The National Institutes of Health will stop accepting new patients for clinical trials, and Social Security recipients will... Let's see. During a government shutdown, recipients will continue to receive their Social Security and SSI checks. However... They shut down, suspends the issuance of Social Security cards and benefit statements and the processing of new claims. The shutdown can have a significant negative effect on the economy. The Council of Economic Advisors have, has estimated that the combination of the shutdown and the debt limit brinksmanship resulted in 120,000 fewer private sector jobs created during the first two weeks of October. Consumer and business confidence are badly, can also be badly damaged. So that's what Republicans love. They want to damage things. That's the only reason they get out of bed in the morning is to damage the government that the founders fought a revolution to create. Now, what do you call somebody like that? who gets out of bed in the morning and tries to destroy the thing that the founders tried to create and entrust to us. I would think that's, that's called a traitor. So let's see. The history of government shutdown. It's, this is a thing that, w that happened rarely until recently, you know. 1990, the shutdown occurred during the presidential term of George H.W. Bush and focused on a disagreement over several measures he proposed for the 1991 appropriations bill, the inclusion of major tax increases despite Bush's campaign promise against new taxes, and major cuts in spending towards benefit programs, including Medicare, 
1995 and 1996, the government faced two shutdowns during a presidential term of Bill Clinton. Both shutdowns occurred because of a disagreement over a proposed appropriation bill for the 1996 Congressional Republicans, who had a majority in both chambers, and Senate Speaker Newt Gingrich. And that's when this this shutdown shit, you know, because of... Well, you could really trace the whole uh, destruction of... Uh, well, the... How... Uh, yeah, the, the it's not just the um, the balkanization, the, the separation of... Um, this country you know we could trace it to the telecommunications act of 96 but also to newt gingrich who uh you know his contract on america and the way that they they the whole notion that you weren't um you know debating a political rival you were trying to destroy them and it wasn't that they had different ideas about how to have a functioning democracy that worked for all, though, they were evil. This is what came out of Newt Gingrich's Republican revolution. So Gingrich and the majority of Congress sought to pass bills that would reduce government spending much against Clinton's political objectives in 96. The first shutdown took place on November 14th, 1995, after a CR, uh, continuing resolution issued on October 1st, had expired, and the meetings between Democrat and Republican, well, Democratic AI, and the Republican leaders failed to end the deadlock. Then in 2013, a shutdown occurred because of a disagreement over the ACA, of course. The Republican-controlled House of Representatives passed a continuing resolution that would have funded the government but delayed the implementation of the Affordable Care Act. You know, because they want you to die needlessly without health care. And that's a shame. You know, the 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 uh the guy uh who had darker pigment who was in the White House, he was trying to make make it so you didn't have to needlessly die without health care. So the Republicans needed to, uh, they want to kill as many people as possible. So they shut down the government to delay, to delay the health care of others. And yeah, I'm sure they were, they were successful. I'm sure some died in the interim when they weren't able to get health care. So, could you, I mean, this is who they are. This I was. We were talking about this the other day, the last show. How they're not doing these things to ensure that people have decent lives. They're doing it to hurt people, and I don't know who votes for them. But the I guess racism is a really strong uh funny bone in the minds of these people you know it's 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 really ingrained and easily triggered and it's uh, uh it's strong it's powerful as trump would say it's very strong and powerful and it will cause these these idiots to to destroy themselves, to vote for their own demise. And that's, it's really sad, frankly, but 
in 19, uh, not 19, in 2018 and 2019, the shutdown began on December 22nd, 2018, when Democrats and F and Trump found themselves at an impasse, whatever, over the $5.7 billion the, the asshole wanted for a border wall, which was never built. The shutdown lasted 35 days, making it the longest shutdown in American history. And that's, yeah, that's uh, keeping with how horrible the Trump, the Trump maladministration was, right? Everything about that, that disgusting time in American history is, uh, is disgusting. It's disgusting. All right, all right. How we doing? Yes, we're in this throat slitting together, Haiku says on the chat. Oh, somebody pooped. I could smell it. I know. I don't mean to share that with you all, but I want you to know that I love you. I'm sitting here enduring the stench of somebody, one of these... One of these monsters who tried to kill me. Only one tried to kill me. Then I, I was having uh, PTSD. Like, are you going to try to kill me? Of course, Tara Jr. is sitting over there. He's not going to kill me. Or at least tonight. But that would be fitting. How to, It'd be a typical way for me to die. I remember there's some lady, I don't remember her I don't know her name. I didn't know her. Uh someone told me about her. She lived here in Queens and she was a big animal advocate, big animal rescue person. Well, I'm sure you know where I'm going to make a long story short. She died because she was well, she was murdered by a couple of dogs. And I don't mean I don't mean Lauren Bobert and Perjury Trader Green. I mean like canines who tried to, well, not tried, they killed her. They attacked her and mauled her and she and killed her. So I was like, when I heard that story, I thought, I was like, that'll be me. That'll be me. That poor woman, really, that's the thanks you get, you know? It really is. It's the thanks you get from these fuckers. And that's how I feel about Francis. I'm like, everything I've done for you the the thousands of dollars I've spent on you. Saving your life. Taking you from the friggin' shelter. He's a special needs asshole, too. Everything I've done. And recently he was sick. He was in the hospital for seven days. Yeah, that's not cheap. And this is the thanks I get. Getting mauled. It's okay, I guess. All right, thanks for letting me share. Let next, <coughs> pardon me. All right, let's go. Well, let's go on to some more. The the couple of things I want to talk about before the show ends tonight. Just saying it out loud to keep myself on track. Lauren banned from the bowling alley. Bobert. I want to talk about the her her latest. And the other thing I want to talk about. I guess we could do Lauren first, and then the Staten Island assholes who are embarrassing themselves, uh, screaming at migrants. 
What do you think? Is that? Let me see. What else do I have on my list? Oh, and then I had I put down Ari Melber has trader Peter Navarro on again to spew lies. Maybe I'll start with that quickly, and we'll get through that one quickly. And I'll I know this is terrorbuster, but I I know I can go off on a. I could take the long way around anything. I could take the long way around a shortcut. So I was watching my Ari Melber, and he, he keeps having this Peter Navarro guy on. And Peter Navarro should be in jail. He's been convicted of uh, being a traitor, of course. And he's out. Um, well, what's the whole story now? Let me see. Let me look this up. There's so many legal cases against these guys. Peter Navarro. Is he out on bail? Convicted, right? He is convicted on two counts of crimi criminal contempt of Congress. Indicted last year from for failing to provide documents, failing to comply with the subpoena, like Jim Jordan. And he faces up to a year in prison, and his sentencing is scheduled for January 12th. So he's out until sentencing. Okay. So he was on Ari Melber. So he keeps having Ari Melber on this guy. Wait, am I? Is this goddamn thing running? Oh, okay. I'm looking at another channel. Just making sure I press the button. So he keeps having uh, um, Ari Malbuk, uh, who I like, but he keeps having this Peter Navarro on because Peter Navarro made some news a few months ago when he openly talked about the Green Bay Sweep, which was the cute little code name for the Republicans destroying America, for, for them trying to overthrow the election by means of the vice president, having the vice president in his ceremonial role reject the votes, which was not his, he, it was not in his power to do so, and then throw it back to the states where they would, uh, you know, overthrow the election because the Republicans had majorities in different state houses or whatever, and this was how they were going to how they were going to complete their coup, have a successful coup against the United States that they hate. And so he keeps having this joker on. And tonight, as we know, well, he had him on tonight, but there, there's, a, there's a few strikes going on around the country. One is with the auto workers. And this pissed me off because, well, let's listen. Here's... Ari Malva talking to Peter Navarro and the lies just keep on coming. ...with each side act as an intermediary and is able to solve... See, he's talking about... I'm sorry, I guess I didn't get the first part, so that's why I cut in to explain. He's talking about the... Um, the auto strike, the the potential auto strike, the auto worker strike that went on during the time that Trump squatted in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. And he's saying that there was some kind of secret meeting with the auto workers and the 
and and the auto maker and the auto uh, company or whatever. And uh, and he brokered this secret deal. The strike for the president within 48 hours. Uh, and the important point to make is that both sides were happy with the outcome. And my deep concern right now um, is that I couldn't possibly do that again because the Oops. automakers can't concede to the UAW without possibly going bankrupt. And the UAW can't concede to GM without seeing their real wages go down. And the reason... Is simple. Why is On the one hand, uh, we Joe Biden, his his Green <sighs> Deal, and the way we've gone there with electric vehicles. There is no vehicles, Green New Deal. Okay. Oh, okay. It's basically opened up a tremendous competitive threat that we can't meet. So he's saying, so we're losers, and we shouldn't start electrifying like the rest of the world because we can't compete with China. That's what he's saying, and he could never broker this deal. And regardless, uh, I'm not going to let him go on. So, but, but he's lying, you know, and why is Ari Melder allowing him on? But the, because this is what Republicans do. They lie. And if I guess you don't have, you're, you're on the air, you don't have your Google machine in front of you and no one's whispering it in your ear to tell Ari Melder, like, to stop this guy from keep to, come, from patting himself on the back for 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 bullshit, he did not th have this meeting with the UAW and GM. So here, uh, let's go back to a uh, little back in time during the nightmare of the Trump maladministration. So we're talking about in September 2019. Political report, Politico reported that Navarro, along with the Economic Council director Larry Kudlow, was involved in secret talks to end the auto workers' strike against GM. However, however, the White House deputy—why can't I talk? Deputy press secretary denied this, stating at the time that. The Trump maladministration was not involved with negotiations between the UAW and GM. Consequently, and, not, and typically, Navarro also pled guilty of contempt in September 23. Well, we know this about for defying a congressional subpoena. All right. Well, the fact is, he's lying. He 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 was he was telling those uh, I guess yokel reporters who reported it that they were there were these secret deals going on that that Peter Navarro was negotiating helping this deal between GM and the UAW and when asked about it directly they asked the White House when reporters went to the White House and said what's going on with this secret negotiation the 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 Trump administration at the time said it's we're not negotiating we have nothing to do with it we're out where there is no secret meeting going on between the UAW and GM uh, and Peter Navarro so but now because you know this is where we live they just 
pour their lies into the public discourse. And now I guess it's the truth. So he just he said it on MSNBC. I was out. I w- it took me four hours. That's what he said to negotiate a deal with GM and the UAW, and everybody was happy. It was like, you know, it was like a naked bike ride with a full release at the end. Everyone loved it, but we could never do it again because now it's everything sucks. Now we're going electric, and everything sucks, as you know, because. According to Peter Navarro, the liar who tried to overthrow the government, who tried to help a con man overthrow the government and is now going to jail, he's, uh, there's nothing you could do because China is going to eat our lunch and America can never compete. Well, what, what, because we, we need to live in the 20th century, not the 21st century, right? Talk about setting us up for success. Oh, hi, Junior. You've never attacked me. You can come up. So if Peter Navarro had negotiated a deal with the UAW, it certainly would not be secret. And the White House would not deny it. If they thought, the only reason they denied it is because they thought, I guess, that you know why we? What are we doing? Uh, for some reason, uh, they don't see it as being, um, you know, advantageous to them. Somehow, they didn't want to take bl- the blame, or I guess maybe they didn't want to piss piss off their big money benefactors. I don't know, but they, if they, this, if the lion Trump administration denies it. Why would they why would they deny it if it was happening? So Larry, there he goes on Ari Melber lying and Ari Melber just lets him lie. And at the end of the, the whole thing, he's wrapping it up. He's saying, well, I'd love to be out there working for the American people again, you know, negotiating deals and brokering deals between the union and the and the and the uh, you know and the executives and the businesses or whatever. I'd love to be working for my fellow Americans like that. Except, you're not. You're not. You never did. And I don't understand how. Of but but don't worry. You know now it, that is in the conscience consciousness of uh, of America. Right? They heard it on MSNBC. And now they think that. Peter Navarro negotiated with the UAW and the NGM, and he brokered a deal in four hours. It's like it never stops. The lies never stop. But what does it say about somebody that can get on, on the media, get on corporate media, and fabricate, simply tell a tale knowing he's full of shit? But also confident that no one's going to check him on it. No one is going to, they're not going to stop him mid sentence and say, I'm sorry, that's not correct. Unbelievable. But anyway, 
The White House, including Navarro, stated at the time that they were not involved in contract talks between the between GM and the UAW. Um, it's, but now it seems good. Now it seems like it will make him, I guess, a sympathetic character. Here's from 2019. White House says it is not involved in the contract talks between GM and the UAW unions from Reuters. The White House is not involved in contract talks with GM and the UAW aimed at ending a nationwide strike. The Trump administration, including Larry Kudlow and Peter Navarro, are not involved in negotiations between the UAW and GM. The, the White House said White House spokesman Judd Deere. How, how clear could that be? How much more clear could that statement be? Politico reported earlier that two senior staff White House officials were both involved in the talks, citing an unnamed person, which was probably, I think, John Barron. Was that John Barron that told them that? Talks resumed on Tuesday after a lengthy session on Monday after the UAW on Sunday launched the first company-wide strike in 12 years. Vice President Mike Pence said Tuesday the administration hopes the union will work out your differences with GM. Trump said on Monday he hoped the strike would be resolved quickly. He said in response to a question that federal mediation is always a possibility if the parties want it. But it was not happening. But... Do the Republicans ever let a thing like reality facts interfere? Interfere with a good story? So, speaking of a good story, well, I heard Beetlejuice was a good story, a good play. Look at little Ray Ray. He never attacked me. Good boy. He's a good boy. So, okay. Uh, you might have heard Lauren banned from the bowling alley. Bobert is also banned from a theater. She's, um, if you haven't heard, she's a horrible person. She went to Beetlejuice with a person who she was dating. Or, according to her, that was their first date. Okay? Wait. Stop that. No, I don't want to hear any fighting. I don't want to hear any hissing or growling. So, I mean, is that supposed to make it better that she was on her first day? She's grabbing the guy's crotch. He's grabbing her breasts. He's rubbing up on her breasts. She's grabbing his crotch. And that's your first date? Bullshit. Bullshit. Which is hilarious because I just saw this tweet from uh, John Fetterman because the Republicans are they're freaking out saying that the Senate has relaxed its dress code for John Fetterman specifically and they're all bugging out you know they're all like 
like perjury trade agreed. She's upset because of decorum. Everyone should act with decorum. You know, the one who jumps up and down during the State of the Union, who jumps up on the chairs yelling, you lie. Uh, the, 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 they look like uh, little rhesus monkeys, her and Lauren Band from the bowling alley, screaming and, you know, decorum. The one who calls her, her fellow congressperson a, a little bitch on the floor, who's, uh, who's notorious, too, by the way. During her first, the the first, uh, whatever, the first months when she inflicted herself on the Congress, there were stories of her screaming across the aisles at AOC and then following AOC, yelling at her. I mean, this is who they are. Decorum, though. So I love, uh, I love how Fetterman is... He just laughs at these assholes. And here, let me show you. He tweeted. Hey, wait a minute. Here we go. <laughs> so Fox News tweets out, Dress to impress? People are furious after the Senate dropped its dress code requirement, and they're saying it's that there's only one lawmaker to blame. Why is the bar being lowered? And Fetterman retweets it with the quote, I figured if I take up vaping and grabbing the hog during a live musical, they'll make me a folk hero. <laughs> yeah. That's Lauren Band for the Bowling Alley Bobert grabbing the hog during a live musical. They'll make me a folk hero. Exactly. So, Lauren, let me see, where is it? Here, she, she was interviewed by TMZ regarding this date because she apologized let me see after exhausting every other option as i said she finally apologized but it's a little too late i know it's you know been a rough week or has it been uh you know it's um it's always hard whenever um there's gravity put on the voters i'm here to provide levity and lift burdens off of people so anytime that they're carrying mine it's something that you know, kind of feel deep inside, but... Is that English? First of all, I thought... <laughs> Does she know what the word levity means? There's... It's always bad when there's gravity put on the voters. I'm here to supply levity? Let's listen to that again. Come on, man. Why can't it play? from... I know it's, you know, been a rough week. Or has it been? Uh, you know, it's, um, it's always hard whenever um, there's gravity put on the voters. I'm here to provide levity. And <laughs> Are you? Is, is she here? Is that why they voted for her? It's always hard when there's gravity put on the voters. I'm here to supply levity. And I th that's why I was like, does she even know what she's talking about? Does she know what levity means? Does she think it means... All right, stop it. I, I can't take these fighting. 
It's fighting. The cats are fighting. I, all, all, I don't want them to jump on me and attack me. But do, do they think that it means... That, see, with the when she said, it's always hard when gravity is put on the voters. I'm here to supply levity. Does she, mean, does she think that levity means lift, the lifting of burdens? You know? Lift burdens off of people, so anytime that they're right, carrying... she does. Levity means that you're... You're helping somebody. It's something that you know, kind of feel deep inside, but what ultimately all future... About? What are you talking about? Punks from, I know it's, you know, been a rough week. What has it been? Uh, you know, it's, um, it's always hard whenever um, there's gravity put on the voters. I'm here what to gravity? provide levity and lift burdens <laughs> off people. So anytime that they're carrying mine, it's something that... Carrying your gravity when the, you're there to be levity inside, but and you feel it deep inside. Ultimately, and so did he. You know, all future date nights have been canceled, and um, I learned to because you're trash. And if if she's really, if she's telling the truth that it was the first date, she's trailer trash. That's how you act on a first date. If you're maybe if you're like a teenager, you know, I don't know. She's she's a grown ass grandmother, okay, with three kids. Imagine being those kids, and of course they go on the internet unsupervised. They're gonna see that. They're gonna see mommy being groped by a man in a theater. They're gonna see her uh, vaping. In the theater. What was in that vape, by the way? What, what do you think? It was a... Was it um, the uh, essence of mint? No, it was, it was pot. Of course it was. It was some kind of cannabis. Uh, not that I would care, but she's full of it. She is a... She's a hypocrite. Then, oh, well, she said she didn't live up to her own standards. Do you ever... Standards for thee, not for me. Of course, you know, that's why these Christians, they always got to tell us how Christian they are by hating gays and trans people. They never act Christian. We can never guess. Yeah, well, we can guess by the way that they are hypocritical and hateful. Then we, I mean, sadly, it should be the other way around. It should be, wow. Look at these Christians doing all this great stuff all the time. Look at these Christians welcoming the stranger, feeding the hungry, f advocating for universal health care, you know, leaving no one behind. The, look at all these Christians showing compassion and welcoming and embracing uh, the different the all the tapestry of humanity instead of kicking down on people, dividing people all the time, shaming people for who they are. So she she says that she was, um, I guess, what was it? Oh oh well, uh, it was because the guy was a Democrat. That's it. Well, let's I'll let her explain. 
you know, kind of feel deep inside, but ultimately like all said. future date nights have been canceled. And um, I learned to check party affiliations uh, before you go on a date. Uh, but really? all in all... Um, and that's the reason? So she was vaping and when the pregnant lady behind her asked her to stop she said no and also it was reported i don't know if i if we talked about it on the show that she said you are a a, a miserable person that's what she said to the pregnant lady you're a terrible and miserable person wait well, let me see lauren bobert vaping I just want to get the quote right. Yeah, she said, oh, you're a sad and miserable person. To the, to the lady who was pregnant and asking politely for Lauren, the grown-ass grandmother, out on supposedly a first date with somebody dressed in a some... Uh, whore dress, two, ties, two sizes too small, with her boobs flowing out all over the place, dancing, taking flash photography, recording, apparently, and vaping. But when she was asked not to vape, she said no, and then called the woman a sad and miserable person. Because that's what you do when you're a servant of the people. She has no respect for people inherently. And why is she pretending to represent people? Um, I, I, I don't know who votes for somebody like that. How much do you have to hate yourself to send that woman to Congress to represent you? Are you that self-loathing? Clearly, she's not in it for altruism. She's not in it for you because true servants of the people do not act like that. You don't behave like you're the center of the universe, like you're in your living room. You, you know, go rent or go on uh, stream Beetlejuice. Sit home on your couch. You can grope each other. You can vape. You could dance, you could take photos, but when you're in public, you shouldn't have to be taught to taught how to behave. That should have happened in your childhood. Your mommy should have taught you that. Now, and his and her kids, you think they're gonna they're gonna see mommy? They're gonna see her acting like a like a fool, being groped. They're gonna see their mommy grab some guy's crotch. Somebody that she's saying that she was out on a first date with, which is bullshit. The reason she said that is uh, is because she was cheating on her husband, of course. The, the divorce, I'm not sure, frankly, if it's official yet. I don't think it is. Let me see. Let me look this up. And I don't care, but it's because she's a hypocrite, you know. Lauren Bulbert. Bo Br Bo Brt divorce final. Let's see. She filed for divorce in May. 
It is expected to be finalized next month. You see? It appears that Jason has not cooperated with the proceedings. Jason has opened up about their difficult marriage and the recent divorce, but he stated that he made a commitment to always cherish and love Lauren. Well, somebody's got to, I guess. Unbelievable. Oh, they have four sons, not three. Jesus Christ. Four sons, and she's a grandmother, 36 years old. And they're going to see their money. You know how embarrassing that is? I would be so embarrassed to see my parents. You know how you're like, ew, ma, da. But to, to even imagine them having sex, and then you see your mother grabbing some guy who is not your daddy. He's not your father. And she's not even divorced. And they see her. They, of course they're going to see her. The, the son is having a baby of his own. They're all over the internet unsupervised. And she's, yes, she's not divorced yet. She's not divorced. They only filed. It said she filed in May 2023. That's four months ago. Not even. Three and a half months. And she said she was on a first date with this guy. Bullshit. And that's another lie. She's full of shit. So she, so let's get this straight. She was vaping, was asked to stop, and told the woman no, and called her a sad and miserable human being. She was dancing and disrupting everything because she's the center of the universe. She was taking flash photography and recording. She was being, well, she was being groped, but she was also groping her uh, her date's crotch. But it's all because he was a Democrat. I All I saw was him sitting there. You know, he reached over and grabbed her. That's it. But... She was the one. I mean, if he had just sat there and grabbed her boobs, nobody would have complained, I'm sure. If she had shut her mouth and wasn't vaping and wasn't causing a, a ruckus, wasn't taking photos, wasn't telling people they're sad and miserable because they don't appreciate her behavior. She's the one. Oh, she also gave the the ushers, gave the workers the finger. She's the one that said, don't you know who I am? And it's all because he's a Democrat. Well, what do I say? The party of personal responsibility. There you go. They don't, they only stick to that motto when trying to deny somebody health care, or a hot lunch, or a living wage, or vacation, or maternity leave, or anything that makes this country, or would make this country a, a decent place to live, or anything that would, uh, would attribute to freedom. 
but they never take responsibility. And and she went through the she had to go through what the all the stages of Republican uh, of Republican contrition, right? What is it? It's denial. It's anger. It's accusing. Bargaining. What are the stages? It's, there must be five. What's the five stages of of grief? I got to write that down. The five stages of Republican contrition. Five stages of grief. And then it comes acceptance, right? And it's the same thing with the Republican contrition. First, it's denial. Where is it? Denial, anger, bargaining. Well, depression. Do they get depressed? Well, depression is de- uh, can be substituted in this case for deflection, right? Denial, anger, bargaining, deflection, and then there's the apology. Yeah, the bargaining is like, I know you are, but what am I? You were doing it, everybody. I was just having a good time. I know how to have fun. You all suck. I'm a... uh, So what? I was laughing too loud and singing and enjoying myself. That's the bargaining stage. First, it's, of course I wasn't. Then it's you uh, accusing everybody else. You know, you're a sad and miserable person. Then it's, I was doing, you know, just enjoying myself. Everything's been stressful. This divorce has been stressful. Deflection is the, the staff tweeting out all kinds of excuses. Oh, yes, the congresswoman, she will admit that she has a private life and likes to go to plays and was having a good time. Unbelievable. And and then when it wasn't going away, because every time she lied, another video came out. Finally, we get to the apology. But it's too too little, too late, Lauren. Well, let's continue. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was mostly a lovely time, and, you know, I've taken responsibility for my actions. You have? Um, I'd love to know how the, the musical ended. <laughs> You've taken responsibility after exhausting all other, other actions. You know, I've taken responsibility. Well, you should have done that initially. You shouldn't have been behaving like that because you're a grown-ass grandmother, congresswoman of the United States, okay? I, it's uh, no biggie. I've taken responsibility. Can't you tell by the way I, I dragged us all through this bullshit? You take a responsibility. Could you imagine if 
of course, it would never happen if somebody like Bernie Sanders was acting like that. It would never happen. It's out of the realm of possibility because Bernie is a a real servant of the people. He wouldn't be going out, dancing, oh, shut, you're a sad and miserable person. Shut up. Uh, will I stop vaping? Of course not. Oh, you're pregnant? Get your baby's lungs used to it. I'm having fun. You can all be damned. Well, it it betrays a a selfishness, a pathological selfishness. Oh shit! I almost knocked my my mouse off the table. And I encourage people to go and see it. But um, yeah, it, it was a great time back in the district seeing voters and. Uh, so how, how are the really? voters taking it? How are the voters taking it right now? Are they understanding at this moment? Yeah, there's a lot of folks who are certainly understanding. Um, and are they? There's a lot of folks who are understanding. Where's your contrition? Shouldn't she be? I, I'm sorry. I will spend the rest of my time in office trying to make up for my horrible behavior. There's no excuse. I was acting like a, t- a two-year-old, a 12-year-old who wanted to grab somebody's crotch. They understand that it was a part of my, my personal life, my private time, something Your that I really indulge in. It could have stayed private if you had known how to behave yourself. It, it's a part of your private life. When you act like that, it's, you're not, it's not private. You've dragged the entire audience into it. So, and then you lied about it. So we're, I mean, obviously you're going to become national news because you're a goddamn congresswoman. You're a disgrace. You should resign. You know, there's no, there's no low too too low anymore they don't resign it's like clarence thomas no there's no reason to resign anymore you could do whatever you want take bribes grab people's crotch at the theater act and then lie about it again and again act like an asshole constantly you can lie on your disclosure forms you can send venmo payments to underage girls and and call it tuition. You could do you could be uh, George Santos. You don't and you just don't resign. You could be Trump. You could try to overthrow the peaceful transfer of power. And no one's resigning. No one ever resigns. There's they have no shame because they 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 have no respect. They don't have any respect for this country. If they did, they would resign. But you see, it's the country is there to serve them. So once they're in office, they're not letting go. They're like a parasite who's latched on to a host. And they suck, suck, suck the life out of it. Don't you know who I am? Could you imagine Bernie Sanders yelling, Do you know who I am? After being kicked out of a theater? 
The only reason he'd be kicked out of a theater is he's protesting for universal health care. And, uh, yeah. And when, when you say affiliation as far as knowing that to date the opposite side well, is... Well, TMZ, I'm pretty sure you told the world I went on a date with a Democrat. So, <laughs> so, 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 so when, when it comes like that, when those times when you're, when it... No, he, he was, he's a wonderful man and it was, um, time to uh, to go out, to have dinner, laid. enjoy part of a show, and uh, yeah, now it's back now to work. We're here in D.C. So is that, is that day life, is that over with him? Because of, some people say, because he, he had a drag bar or his, his Yeah, no, nothing, or nothing to do with anything anybody reported, but okay. honestly, he's a private citizen, and, um, uh, you know, we, we peacefully parted at this time. Yeah, uh, great man, why? great friend, and I wish great him all man. the best. Okay, so what's next for you? What's next what's for next, me, what's man? Next we, got for a, you? we got a spending battle. We got all sorts of stuff going. Oh my God, she's like a rake on a chalkboard. Well, Lauren Boebert's mystery man revealed. This is from the Daily Mail. What month, Where was this? September 13th. Not too long ago, a week ago or so. They reported that Lauren Boebert's mystery man, of, like she says, is a Democrat, owns a bar... Uh, that hosts drag shows and gay pride events and is a divorced father, although I've saw reports that said he's not divorced, but oh well, I don't know. Not that it's not, obviously she's not divorced, so whatever, you know, Jesus and all. But according to the Daily Mail, it says that they have been dating secretly for the past 36 months, which is a lot longer than three and a half months in, when I do my math. I'm not that good at math, but I think that's longer than, 30, than three months. So it says, hand-in-hand, hand, dancing in the street, DailyMail.com can reveal that the mystery man who GOP Congresswoman Lauren Boebert was booted out of the Den Denver Theater is a local Aspen bar owner, Quinn Gallagher. Gallagher and Boebert were enjoying a date night. Okay, we, we don't have to go through the whole thing. But, yeah, security footage shows them blah, blah, blah. Who cares? 34 months? 36 months. 36. Let me see this. Daily Mail can reveal that Bobert, 36, and divorced father of 16-year-old son Gallagher, age 46, have been secretly dating for several months. According to a well-placed source, it's very surprising. I always thought Quinn was a cool guy and a Democrat, and his parents would be horrified because they are definitely blue. Security camera footage showed Bobert and blah, 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 grabbing his crotch. Pictures obtained show Gallagher and his hometown, blah, blah, blah. She said, it is with a heavy weight on my heart. I have filed for divorce from my husband. I am grateful for our years of marriage. And then she goes on and says, I have always been faithful. I believe strongly in my mar in marriage, which makes this announcement that much more difficult. 
It is not clear when Gallagher and Bulbert's relationship became romantic, but the bar owner originally comes from the congresswoman's hometown and still has his family there. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, he, uh, he banged her. The representative who earlier this year became a grandmother at age 36 was filmed being escorted out of the show's Denver Buell Theater. Okay. At the, the, according to the Denver Post, the lawmaker at one point lifted up her middle finger to the employees and declared, do you know who I am? Because that's what you do when you are a servant, when you're, a, a, when you're working for the people. That's what you do when you're a Christian and nobody's looking. Or you think nobody's looking. I mean, it's bad enough what they do when they think people are looking. When, when they think people are looking, they, they are the worst. When the camera's on them, they're the worst. But then when they think no one's looking, they're even worse than that. Can you, I mean, they don't know how to behave. Why am I not shocked? The only thing that shocks me is who votes for them? Who, how much, really, I'm, I'm serious. How much do you have to hate yourself to send a horrible person like Lauren Boebert to the halls of power to be your voice. How much must you hate yourself? We the people have been endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights. Inalienable. Inalienable, um, as some of you may think. These rights are unalienable. Um, they are unable to be taken away from us or given away by a processor. Inalienable rights cannot be surrendered, sold, <laughs> transferred to someone else, especially a natural right such as the right to own property. Woo, woo. She's like, it remind, the reason I'm playing this, it, of course, because she sucks, but it's like a 12-year-old 12, giving a book report. We have inalienable, unalienable, unalienable rights, which, according to Webster's Dictionary, means cannot be abridged, taken away, or converted to something that is alienable. And what? Let's see, what else? Are you struggling in your marriage? Begin to speak life into your marriage. Yes, tell us what to do. Ladies, you are called to something great in your marriage. <laughs> I could feel it. I could feel your sincerity. The power that you have in Christ for your marriage mm. is unmatched. And if you start chasing Jesus, Jesus. with everything that you have, chase him with a I stick. promise you, like your you husband will chase you chasing Jesus. <laughs> chasing Jesus. To be able to speak life into a marriage that seems like it's ending oh my God. is so powerful. 
Is it? Is it, Lauren? Aw. Ain't Bless your heart. Bless your little heart. Oh, my God. JD. Thank you for your, your very generous... PayPal support. JD. JD. Keeping it real from across the pond. JD. I appreciate your support. And I don't know how to thank you enough. Thank you. Make me feel better in general. And I another opportunity to thank Charlie from APS Radio News for his his constant support and check out APS radio news. Tara Buster's on there. Thank you for carrying APS for carrying Tara Buster on APS radio news guys, guys check it out. There are other independent media, media people, people on there. And Charlie's a great guy. So we stick together, we win. So that's how we do. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, JD. Thank you, Terry Taylor. Thank you, Jim. All right, so last story of the evening. Uh, I'm licking my lips because I need some chapstick. Pardon me is this disgraceful event that's happening over on Staten Island. Oh, God, these people. They're the worst. Over on Staten Island, pardon me, they are, they they never move this fast. They don't, what the hell, I can't talk. Hold on. Pardon me, pardon me. I don't have a cough button. I apologize. They they don't get off their asses, but uh, they get off their ass if they can go scream at migrants. So on Staten Island, there's uh, an empty, what do you call it, old age home or something? And migrants, it's been vacant for a year. So there's lack of, there's lack of space in city shelters. And the city is housing migrants all over the city in various locations. One of these locations is Staten Island. And instead of being decent and just shutting their filthy fascist mouths, going home, I don't know, getting the help they need, acting like human beings, not being Christian, you know, because I I lived on Staten Island. I was born in Brooklyn, raised on Staten Island. I lived on Staten Island for my formative years. I grew up there, and these people I know for a fact— there's there's a lot of Christians. They're all a bunch of Christians on there, and they're 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 out there screaming, screaming at migrants. You know, all because they love America. You see, 
migrants. Well, here's some. Let's see. Mayor condemns the numerical minority. Good. I'm glad he said that. After 10 arrested at Staten Island migrant shelter protest, Eric Adams, Mayor Eric Adams, condemned the behavior of Staten Islanders protesting a new migrant shelter after 10 people were arrested during a demonstration there on Tuesday. Tensions came to a head on Staten Island Tuesday evening after it was confirmed that a former, former senior living facility would become a migrant shelter. Oh, no. The NYPD said protesters gathered in front of the new shelter at 111 Father Capadano Boulevard with a number of people confronting both police and a bus filled with migrants arriving at the facility. Now imagine being these people. They're terrified that the ordeal they went through and they see, uh, well, we're going to be housed on this th- in this facility they just want to get there they want to get there their cot their bed wherever the hell they're going to put them wherever they're going to lay their heads they want to rest instead they show up and they are screamed at by a bunch of racists a bunch of trump Z's who tell me i want to i i just let's take a a non-scientific poll if these migrants were arriving from Italy, let's say, because a lot of Italians on Staten Island, would they be similarly greeted like, like the Staten Islands are greeting these migrants who happen to be darker pigment people? Would they be greeted with hate? You know? And these are Christians, right? They are... If you went there and you asked them, do you love Jesus? Of course, we love Jesus. And their excuse is that they they don't hate immigration. They just don't like, uh, they don't like illegal immigration, right? It's, It's all the illegals that they don't like. Well, the fact is, they're not illegal. Okay? Uh, let's see. Seeking asylum in the United States is a human right, a legal human right protected under U.S. law. The right to seek asylum was, a co- was excuse me, the right to seek asylum was a court, well, I, I can't talk. The right to seek asylum was incorporated into international law following the atrocities of World War II, and the U.S. adopted key provisions of the Geneva Refugee Convention into its immigration law when it passed the Refugee Act of 1980. Asylum seekers must be in the U.S. or at a port of entry in order to request asylum. And they have the right to request asylum without being criminalized, turned back, or used for political stunts, or separated from their children. If refugees can establish a basis for asylum, they will be permitted to stay within the United States. 
even though they may have entered the country illegally. Those who manage to reach American soil and claim asylum will not be deported until their case has been considered in a lengthy hearing and appeals process. If you are eligible for asylum, you will be permitted to remain in the United States, and then you can apply for a green card after being, after one year after being granted asylum. This is the law of the United States. So what, what's the benefit or what's the goal of screaming at people? You know, what is the, what are they trying to accomplish by meeting a bus of terrified people with malice and screams and anger? What does that seek to do? They're not doing anything except terrorizing people. They're not changing the law. They're not doing anything except being bullies, except being hateful, bigoted disgraces that really should shut their fucking mouths and go home and stop acting like mongrels. And, and they're all waving flags. And they're, they're, they all have Trump, some Trump paraphernalia on, as you can expect. Yeah, I know you're not surprised there. There's, and they're waving flags and they're saying they love America. And they keep saying, well, we're not against immigration. We just don't want them to come here illegally. Well, as I just read, they're not here illegally. They pre presented themselves at the border and they requested asylum. It's up to the court now. You know, the court that the founders that the that so many people fought blood and died to create the system that includes a judicial system and if you don't like the law then you change the law then you go you petition your government you go work within the means the the boundaries of the law to change that law you don't like the asylum seeker law you want to make it something different that nobody can come and present themselves at the border, you know, because you've forgotten the his the the history, you've forgotten the lessons that were that that were supposedly we learned in the 20th century after the horrors of World War II. Because what happened was Jewish people would get on boats and they tried to find uh, safe harbor, and they were they were sent all over, including the United States. They presented themselves here, and they were turned back to their deaths. So, in the shame and the shadow of World War II, we said that will never happen again. So, if you come to our borders and you present yourself seeking asylum, you will be allowed entry, and you will get a day in court. So what are these assholes doing? What, are, what, what is the goal here besides simply terrifying people, which is not okay? What is the, um, what, what's the benefit? What are you getting out of it, Staten Islanders, you disgraceful so-called human beings? What, what's the point? Besides terrorizing people, because they're not going home. Were they going to turn around? Oh, okay, you don't want me here? Let me, what, trek now another 3,000 miles across the United States? 
back to the border and back home, they, they're not, it's not going to happen. So go home. Go home, stupids. You look like idiots. You're embarrassing us. You're embarrassing the, the patriots of this country that just want you to shut up, leave people alone, and let them have their day in court. But the fact is, the reason they're doing it is because they are they're, they're, they're racist. They don't believe in America. And I'm tired when, they, uh, when they're told that, um, you know, when the, the corporate media sticks a microphone in their faces and they, they're asked, uh, uh, you know, what are you, what are you doing here or whatever? And they're like, I believe in, in immigration. I just don't believe in illegal immigration. How come nobody ever tells them? Excuse me, they're not here illegally. They have requested asylum, which is a legal process. It's part of our laws. So you can not like that, but that doesn't make them illegal. And I know they're so stupid. That's what it's about. They're dumb. They they watch Fox News. And on Fox News, they hear illegals. And they hear the, um, what is that? The great replacement theory. They're being replaced. Everyone's replacing them because they're so... And, you know, the right, the right wingers realize they're so inadequate. They're so easily replaced. And of course they need to be replaced because they're horrible people. What kind of person does that? What kind of person gets out of bed or, or whatever, puts on their pants, probably, I don't know, and then goes to, uh, you know, Scream at people, scream at people, at terrified people who are, you know, who risked everything for freedom, who crossed a desert to try to get a grasp of, or some part of the freedom these scumbags take for granted. And instead of treating them with decency, they're screaming at them. You know, no one appreciates freedom than people who risk everything to obtain it. And that's how they're met? Hold on a second. Wait a minute. I was looking for these quotes. these Bible quotes about um, welcoming the stranger. Not that it matters. You know, you can quote them all day, right? Because they're just sick people. I just don't believe in illegal. Illegals. When the stranger sojourns with you in your land, you shall not do him wrong. You shall treat the stranger as the native among you, and you shall love him as yourself. For you were strangers in the land of Egypt. I 
and the Lord your God. Right. Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. These are all different quotes. Let the stranger feast on your wealth and your toil enrich the house of one another. Do not oppress a foreigner, for you yourselves know how it feels to be foreigners, because you were foreigners in Egypt. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. Of course, that's the famous line from Matthew twenty-five thirty-five. Be sure to welcome the stranger into your home by doing this. Some people have welcomed angels as guests without even knowing it. The alien who resides with you shall be to you as the citizen among you. You shall love the alien as yourself, for you were aliens too in the land of Egypt. Cursed is anyone who withholds justice from the foreigner. I was eyes to the blind and feet to the lame. I was the father to the needy, and I championed the cause of the stranger. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing that, some have entertained angels without even knowing it. Well, what do you think? Let's look at some uh, of how Staten Island welcomes the stranger. Let's see. I was looking at some of these. And it's sickening, really. Let me see. Where is my camera? Let's see what's Million. This is from New York One. Why has this anger boiled over so much in the past few weeks? This is not because uh, Staten Island is filled uh, with racism. Uh, this is not a good look for for New York, but there's clear tension on all sides. No, it is, and we have 8.3 million New Yorkers, and we cannot allow the numerical minority that show an ugly display of how we deal with the crisis uh, be used as an example of what New Yorkers are doing. Of course, New Yorkers are frustrated. New Yorkers are really concerned, uh, and even the migrants are, are really concerned. We are both stating that this crisis should be de dealt with in a manner with a national government uh, carries out the role that it's supposed to. should not be left on the backs of mm -hmm. New York City res residents. And so uh, the police department handled uh, those um, small number of people, and we are not going to allow ourselves to be bullied into uh, carrying out our responsibilities. But I understand the frustration that New Yorkers are going through, and I understand the frustration that asylum seekers are experiencing as well. Frustration? They're terrified. Here, a look at this asshole. Great patriots of Staten Island come out to protest illegal immigration. It's not illegal, you scumbag. Oh, this is from Scott Labedo again. Of course. Scum. That's that disgusting so-called... You want to talk about art? Look at these assholes. Look at them. 
Where's his father, Capitano Boulevard? Fuck you. What are you screaming about? Just a loud mi minority of morons. USA, they're chanting. Embarrassing. Chief Joe must go. That's what they're upset about. It's like the tea, tea baggers. Oh, him, him. Oh, my God. Remember, they had a protest when Obama was elected with, by an overwhelming majority in a landslide. And they all gather. Yeah, that's when they had that, that tea bagger, um, you know, taxed enough already. My ass. You know, the AstroTurf funded by billionaires to go to Washington, D.C. and take a dump in their diapers and go, we're upset that we're going to get protections for our pre-existing conditions. There's this Scott Lebedo. I hate this guy. This is how we fucking roll in Staten Island. America, pay attention. Oh, my God. What does that mean? This is how we roll, fucking roll in Staten Island. America, pay attention. Yeah, we're paying attention. You're a disgrace. You're a disgrace who doesn't know what he's talking about. You're a bully. You're a coward. You are not fit to lick the, the, the ass of any of these migrants for what they've been through. You're nothing. You're a scumbag who born on third base thinking he hit a triple. You're lucky you were born where you didn't have to pick up all your shit and flee for your lives, right? You fucking wastes. I hate these people legally and peacefully. It's just disgusting. They are embarrassing. And they're not they're not patriots. I'm sick of them co-opting the flag and co-opting patriotism saying USA USA when they have no clue what USA is supposed to be about they hate this country so much they're trying to destroy it from the inside but they're like USA USA they they praise Putin they praise Trump a wannabe dictator who who is four times indicted, who's already a convicted rapist. USA! USA! How dare you? This is how we fucking roll! What does that mean? You are a moron. And you know that in the future, are we saying, in the future, they're going to look back, they're going to, the future generations, when they go through this time, when we're all gone... For hundreds of years, they're going to scour through all these clips and they're going to see that asshole and he will be used, he'll be held up as an example of, of a real dirtbag, of a, of a fascist, of a racist, of a shameful stain on this country. This is how we fucking roll. How? What, you, you, you're a bully? That's how you fucking roll? Yes, of course. 
you're a horrible person, you're ugly on the inside. You don't know what you're talking about. You're a, you're a, a pimple on the ass of the body politic, is that it? You don't know anything about the laws of this country. You think that this this is a protest. What's this going to do? Except you're you're all jerking each other off. You're in this racist mob fever attacking the most vulnerable of of us all. They have no power these people. They're at our complete mercy. And these pricks this fucking asshole this is how we fucking roll. What are you going to do? That's how you roll. How do you roll? You're, you act like an asshole. You get your mob together to scream at people who are terrified. You shameful maggot. That's why they're maggots. You know, maggots feed on the dead. They're just dead, dead ideas, ideals, dead morality. Dead decency. That's why they. That's why they're called maggots. You don't have to figure it out. It's like, it's the play on the maga moron, of course. But it's maggots who feed on dead, dead decency, dead morality, dead humanity. They're just maggots. Scum. Look at them. Get them out! Get them out! Get them out! Get them out! I agree, but them! Get them out! Fuck you! This is really pissing me off. Look at these assholes! Get them out! Get them out! Why don't you go home? Look at them, all these white faces. Look at that asshole in the middle. Get them out? No, they're not getting out, idiots. Go home. Go home, mob. Go home, racists. Before you embarrass yourself further, you're a disgrace. They're disgraceful. They're disgusting. Don't tread on me. These people don't know what the... F I mean, God help them if they were ever in their, their shoes of the people that they're terrorizing. God help them. This bitch would have to get her all her shit together, her stupid, ugly sweatshirts and her glitter stars on her hair. Get them out! Get them out with their flags? How dare you hold the flag? You're, I mean, it's such an offense. Disgusting. Someone should stand there with a bullhorn. Not me, because I would, I'll lose it. I don't want to end up in jail. Legally and peacefully. But somebody, they, they need to get a bullhorn out there and just read the law. Seeking asylum 
in the United States is a legal and human right protected under U.S. law. The right to seek asylum was incorporated into international law following the atrocities of World War II. It is the the U.S. adopted key provisions of the Geneva Refugee Convention into its immigration law in the Refugee Act of 1980. Asylum seekers must be in the U.S. or at a port of entry to seek asylum and to request asylum. They have the right to request asylum without being criminalized, turned back, used for political stunts, terrorized, or separated from their children. And, and repeat that. The right to seek asylum is, was incorporated into international law following atrocities of World War II. You know, again, repeat, repeat. Seeking asylum in the United States is a legal and human right protected under U.S. law. And while they're like, U.S.A. And they think they are, they're doing something worthy, right? This is protest. This is peaceful protest. No, it's not. That's not peaceful protest. You're terrorizing people. This is akin to the fire hoses of, you know, the 60s. This is akin to the assholes screaming at uh, black youth at a lunch counter or screaming behind the heads of children trying to go to class, you know, trying to integrate schools. That's what this is akin to. I don't even want to hear what he's saying. Press people, you got to bring an army out here, really. Every day, every night, we're gonna be here. You don't have enough cops. You can't do enough overtime. Oh my God! Wow! Oh my God! These people need. They just need. To go home. No wonder Staten Island is, is everyone's dropping dead of opioid overdoses there. Unbelievable. Residents in Midland Beach, Staten Island, gathered to protest against migrants being housed in this in the residential area as of yesterday. The city of New York initiated the process of relocating migrants to a nursing facility on Midland Beach. Fuck you. I'm so glad I'm not there anymore. I used to live on that shithole. I used to live with fucking idiots like this bitch. I could, she is so typical of Staten Island. Get them out. Wow. Could you imagine if... What a different world this would be. If those, if assholes like that would... Why don't you act like normal people? Why don't you welcome them when they get off their buses? Here's a cupcake. You know, here's a flower. Welcome. 
Yeah, and then go the fuck home and say good luck with your asylum hearing. Right? That's it. That's it. Right? JD on the chat. Gotta be the toughest to intimidate the defenseless. Exactly. Shame on them. Shame on them. Unreal, right? Errol on the chat. Sitting Bull, Red Cloud, Geronimo, Crazy Horse, Cochise, and Gall were here. To, we're still here today. They would have chased their ass out. Exactly. Ugh. Jesus Christ. Get them out! Get them out! That's what they think. They, they're, they're being USA, you see. USA! USA! Everybody! This is how we fucking roll on Staten Island. Yeah, you roll like stupids. You embarrass yourselves. You embarrass... I'm embarrassed for them. I'm embarrassed to be American when I see shit like that. I, f I wish I could see those people and say, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. You know, forgive them. They know not what they do. They're dumb. They're stupid. They th and I'm sure you better believe that come Sunday, they will go to St. Clair, St. Charles, St. Teresa on Staten Island. They'll bend the knee to that, that Jesus they pretend to worship. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. But they won't think that's a sin. You know, like the like the good Germans that would bang the the babies' heads against the wall because they were saving their 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 great and glorious country from the future generations that were going to destroy the country. They didn't think they were doing anything wrong either. They were doing it out of love, banging babies' heads against the wall and murdering them. Then they were saving ammo. That's who these people are. That's who they are. They are the worst among us. They are the worst Americans. They are the, um, the pimple on the ass of America. They have no decency. They don't know that they should be ashamed. That's how sick they are. This is how we fucking roll. Is that how you roll? You you pick on people who have no power. That's how you roll. I I knew I could tell. I could tell by your how much you're uh you're in the thrall enthralled by a con man who received fewer votes. You're enthralled by a a serial bankrupt tax cheating draft dodging wannabe dictator con man. And then I was looking at other articles, of course. Yeah, because they're all, they're standing around like Trump twenty twenty four. Of course you are. Oh my God! This and the whole crowd. They're horrible. Look at her in the corner here. Get them out. Who's taking this photo? I mean, uh, video. Look at this dumb this kid here. 
in the corner. He looks like every Staten Island kid. Some some dumb bitch, t- of course, took her young son. That's probably what that is. That's child abuse, but okay. Look at that. Put the camera down. I want to see that dumb bitch's face. Look at her. Ugly, ugly. Get them out. Get them out. Get them out. All these white fucking faces who never, ever had to sacrifice a damn thing. USA. Look at her. But she's got a USA shirt on. Half of them are on Social Security disability. The other half are on Medicaid, Social Security in general. Now, I'm telling you, this is the way it is on Staten Island. But they deserve it, you see. They, they work for it. It's the others, others, who are taking advantage. And the others mean brown people. Look at them all, though. Do you see any black people in the crowd? Nope, not a one, not a one. Oh, God, where is COVID when you need it? Is COVID back yet? Hurry up, COVID, please. Please, COVID. Look at her. Get them out. Look at the one in the corner here. You can see the mouse, right? Look at her. This one here. You should be very proud of yourselves, shouldn't you? Oh, we had a great time. We went over to the protest today. Oh, yeah. We, I, I'm not against immigration. In fact, my grandmother was from, from, from Sicily. Grandma Muncini from Sicily. She was great, but she came here legally, you know. She didn't have to seek asylum. She came here legally. Well, seeking asylum is legal. You stupid. Here, have some, you want a plate? Have some ziti. You want a plate? Yeah, we were there. I Look at my uh, my flag. I got a flag. We we just love this country. Hey, where's Tucker? Isn't Tucker coming on on uh, Elon Musk? I love him. He's a genius. Don't you know? Yeah, USA. This one in the middle here, she's on Social Security Disability. There's no doubt. Because there is no way in hell she is able to hold down a job, that one. She's she's the type... I know a few of these people on Staten Island that are um, on Social Security Disability. They... They are the type that are on it because they have bad backs, all right? But it took them a few times. They never gave up. Like my shirt says, never give up, but that's a different story. But they never give up in the way to to suck on the government teat without the manners, majority, decency to say thank you. Or thanks, libs, you know, thank you, Democrats, for allowing me to claim my phony social security disability because of my 
my uh, my bad back when she really just has a bad white lifestyle. Bad, you know, doesn't want to get up for fat ass lifestyle. Not to fat shame her, but that's, I know a few people like that. It takes some time. You just got to keep going. You got to keep doing it. You got to keep applying and applying. And when they reject you, you keep applying and then you go to doctors and you, you get your, then you get your, you you finally get your acceptance letter. It might take some time, but you know, that's what she does. I, I'm telling you, I'm not a, sometimes I'm psychic. I, but I, I lived there for the first 29 years of my life. So I know these people. I know them. You will see. You will. And they are dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. And selfish. As expected. And they're all, yeah, I'm telling you, they're all going to church on Sunday. They will go to church and they'll say, Jesus. Body of Christ, amen. Yep. All right. It's time to go. I was going to say I, I was going to do a short show, but then we had another. Th- we had too many things to talk about. Thank you again, all your, for everybody's sh- support. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, Terry, for your super chat. Thank you, JD, for your very generous and unexpected support pay- from PayPal. Thank you to the patrons. Thank you, Charlie, from APS Radio News. You can check out Tara Buster on APS Radio News. And many other independent media voices. That's what I like about Charlie. He likes to give a well-rounded view of what's going on in this big, big, beautiful, crazy world. Yes, Terry on the chat says, new shots should be out soon if they're not already out. And I mean, you're right. COVID. That's why I was asking. I went to the pharmacy the other day. They said it should be coming, the new shots. But... Yes, COVID has not gone away. We should all protect ourselves, I think. I will get the booster as soon as I can. And let the other, let the damn assholes not get their shots. Whatever. What, whatevs. See? Oh, gee, look at this. Joey Bay. I just saw a text. Breaking news. Democrat Lindsey Powell just won a state house special election in Pennsylvania, meaning Democrats have now retaken a razor-thin majority in the Pennsylvania House. This is huge. Yeah, this, I mean, there's good news all around. Not that we sh- need to sit back on our laurels, but we won't sit back on our laurels, but 
We need to. I don't know. There is reason to hope. Don't don't believe the bullshit polls. But let's not get. Let's not get lazy in the in the home stretch. We gotta we got to pounce or whatever crushed these these maggots legally and peacefully into history's trash bin. That's what you do with trash. You know, you you stuff it into the bin and then you stamp it down so it doesn't so it's nice and packed in there and doesn't spe- spill out anymore. That's what we got to do to the to the maggots legally and peacefully. All right, guys, guys, guys. We will have more to talk about on Friday. I'm sure. God help us. In the meantime, like I said, there are there is APS Radio News. There's he doesn't. Charlie has his his network going twenty four seven. You could check it out. Independent media voices from different perspectives. And remember. We will win. We are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Thank you so much for hanging out, guys. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you on Friday night.